0: What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Single Chronicle 7 podcast with your host, your friend, your sister in Christ, Allie. If you haven't already, make sure you connect with me on my Instagram, Facebook page, Facebook group, Pinterest, TikTok, and YouTube, all at Single Chronicle 7. In addition, be sure to shop all things stationary by Supplied by Allie on my Etsy shop as well as my Amazon page at Single Chronicle 7. And one more thing guys don't forget to go on my website, singlechronicle7.com, and subscribe to get notified of when I do my weekly encouragements, as well as when the latest blog posts come out. You do not want to miss these postings. So many people have been encouraged and have been blessed. I've gotten text messages, even from close friends, and it just touches my heart that it, even if I don't touch the lives of thousands and millions of people, I know that i I can touch the life of one person and that alone is enough to allow me to keep going. That's my motivation to keep going. And f- just for you listening, thank you so much for your support thus far, especially as I soon celebrate my second year anniversary of Single Chronicle 7. Can you believe that? September 11th marks the second year. It started out as a little seed, a little idea, and God has expanded this baby into something so big, so great beyond my expectations. And this is another message for another time. And that is why I say to the one listening to this, please walk in your calling. If God is calling you to do something, do not allow fear to stop you. You do not understand how you can bless somebody by just walking in your calling. The enemy doesn't want you to, but God does. And the enemy is trying to move hell and high waters so that you do not access all that God wants you to have in your life so that you can bless somebody else. But I'm here to tell you, as confirmation that do not allow the enemy to stop what God has ordained for your life. Okay, And I just want to say that your comments and your messages truly bless me and I am so grateful to be a part of your life. Now, moving on from all of that housekeeping stuff, today I want to talk about how God strategically maps out our life. So many times we get worried about what's to come, but the good news is it's already taken care of. God gives us just enough light for the step that we are on so that we can trust him to continue on this journey called life. When you come to know God, you will learn that every detail in your life is not by chance. It is not coincidental nor accidental. It is God orchestrating your footsteps as you come into your purpose. God ordains certain things to happen in our life as well as calls certain people to enter and or even exit our life so that we can grow in him and learn to trust the unseen. Psalms thirty seven twenty three states that the steps of a man are ordered by the Lord. This means that God gives us directions in the way that we should walk. Many times the directions are crystal clear. Many times it's unclear. (laughs) Many times it can come through dreams. It can come through prophecies. It can come through the spoken words of somebody else, whether you're listening to a sermon or just having a regular everyday conversation. God can show you the path to take when you are listening to music or when you're reading a book. Whatever it is, God has directed each and everyone's footstep. And the imagery that I use when it comes to this scripture, Psalms 37:23, is I picture God going ahead of me, preparing the way, lining everything up. And then he comes back for me, not only to get me, but to lead me. And in the moments where I am so weak, where I can't even go further, I I see God picking me up and carrying me. Now, I want to expand on something that I just mentioned. So God knows how to bring you closer to him by placing specific people in your life. And I want to give you an example. So this past school year has been rough, I think, for everybody, specifically in the education field. I know in the medical field, the law field, every field, but I can only talk from an educational standpoint because I work in the school system as a school psychologist. And it's just been really rough, especially with the amount of referrals for special education, because, you know, with COVID, just about every student has been a grade or two behind because everybody missed a year, a year and a half of in-person schooling and the amount of referrals for testing to happen to see if the child has a true disability or if it's just, you know, some other factor has just been crazy, ridiculous. And I remember she, the person who had asked me to work the summer, so every summer it's something called esy summer and that's extended school year and that program is really for kids with special needs like the preschool level so you know those with autism um speech delays mobile delays you know fine motor gross motor um who need special services like occupational therapy physical therapy speech language therapy whatever it is it's really geared for those kids who need another month of school it's recommended many parents don't don't do it but on the flip side many parents do take that offer and I remember she was this woman who'd asked me she was also another school psychologist in my department and she had asked me if I it was back in April if I wanted to work the summer ESY because last year I did work it but I was under my supervisor per se and I was doing just psychoeducational evaluations i was just testing and writing reports and coming down to the end of the summer last year i was just pushing in to some of the classrooms acting as a paraprofessional, teacher assistant whatever you want to call it um, and just helping out the main teacher And when she had asked me back in April of this year, I said, yes, of course, you know, I really wanna work with you. You were so nice to me last year when I pushed into your school because even though she was just a colleague of mine, she was a supervisor for the ESY program. Fast forward to June, I already told some friends, I've told my family, like, I'm gonna text, you know, my colleague and let her know, hey, I I can't do the summer. I am burnt to capacity. I just need to step away from this job, this career as a whole. It's just been a lot. I started my career when the pandemic happened. So my career has always been at a heightened level. And it's, it's just been a lot, not only for this past school year, but for the past three years being in the pandemic. And also, you know, just getting a little taste of what the job entails prior to the pandemic. And I texted my supervisor. I remember texting her in June. And normally she replies back quickly to my text. And if not quickly, within the same day, within the school hour, she's always on top of text messages. Tell me why she did not text me back until two days later. And within those two days, God and I, we were arguing like, God, I'm not doing this. But God is like, I want you here. And I'm like, God, I'm burnt out. But God is like, I will sustain you. So God and I were going back and forth having this tussle. So let me tell you, it was by no accident that it took her long to text me back. And, you know, I was talking to a friend about it. And she's like a family friend, a a mentor to me. And she stated, don't you think? That God wants you there so that you can have favor with her. Because by June, she was my now supervisor. Because my old supervisor was retiring. So she was taking the place. And my friend was, you know, she stated that about, you know, God is going to give you favor. You know, that's why, you know, you're supposed to work. And to me, it, it just went right over me. I didn't care. I was just burnt out. But I felt that wrestle in my spirit. So I was like, okay, God, I will be obedient to you. When my now supervisor, my colleague now supervisor texted me, you know, hey, I'm going to call you. She called me right away. So I didn't even get a chance to reply back. And she was like, is everything okay? And I'm just like, "Yep." I just wanted to, you know, know when the orientation was. I found it in my email thank you. <laughs> Even though date of the orientation was sent out weeks ago. And I'm always on top of things. So I already had it in my planner, but I had to make up some excuse because I was like, you know, what, oh God, I'm going to surrender. You want me in this summer because you keep fighting me. So I'm going to surrender and give it to you. And I worked the summer. Now, little did I know that me working this summer, now I can't speak for the future, but for this particular summer in July, it didn't really have anything to do with my supervisor. It more so had to do with God connecting me with another colleague of mine. Now, with this colleague of mine, we never talked, but of course, when we see each other, it's a hi, how are you? You know, keep it short, keep it sweet, and keep it pushing. Mind guys like I'm I'm smiling here because when I tell you the way God works that that's the power of God I remember talking to her just having a conversation and she had asked me about attending this church that is located in the state that I'm in and I know that she has spoken to another friend of mine, a mutual friend, back in December about going to that church. And that mutual friend (laughs) contacted me and was like, hey, Ali, let's go. And we've been going back and forth saying we're going to go, we're going to go, and we never went. And that was back in December, and it's now July, and I still never went to that church. And the friend, the colleague, who's not my friend, she stated, you know, I think you really should go to the church. I think you would like it. I think you would enjoy it, especially because they have young people. And then she told me about a dream that she had with me. And I started to cry because I was like, oh God, she doesn't even know me. But she just read me my entire story with that dream. And so I started to go to that church, little by little on Sundays. And then she told me that they had small groups. So I started going to the small groups. And today, I'm recording this because I want you guys to know the magnitude of how awesome God is. There was a group event today. So I went earlier. And when I tell you, I boo-hooed like never before the demons that I have been battling with for years, the enemy comes after my mind. And that's no secret. The thing that he hits me with the most is my mind. The enemy is not after my physical possessions. He's trying to take me out of my purpose, out of my calling. And so he attacks my mind. So what? I have no choice but to take myself out. But the devil is a liar. So today in that service, Every demonic spirit that I was battling with, I screamed it out. Legit screamed it out. It pierced the hearts of the other members that was there in that space because I have been battling with those demonic spirits my entire life depression, anxiety, rejection, suicidal thoughts, insecurities, oppression, comparison, lust. I'm open to say I have battled with lust and impure thoughts. And just to be able to denounce every spirit and combat it with the word of God. If I did not meet that now friend during that summer, if I did not work that summer, I would not have... Connected with my now friend, and I would not have walked into that church building and get freed from all of the things that I have battled with. Do you understand that when God places people in your life? Even though you don't understand it in the moment, just know that it is for a reason. Healing is coming your way. Freedom is coming your way. Deliverance is coming your way. Redemption is coming your way. God does not play when it it comes to his children. He wants his children to be so set free that nothing that the enemy tries to do will latch onto them. It would just roll right off of them like water off a camel's back. Well, water off a duck's back, I should say. (laughs) And we can go even further back. The district that I'm working in, let me tell you the awesomeness of God. That's how I met this now friend who invited me to this church who led me right into my healing and deliverance. And being in that church has allowed me to renew my faith and my walk with God. When I first applied for this district back in 2019, I applied to so many districts. This was the first district that got back to me and got me an interview. It was myself, my supervisor then, and six other people in the room. And... I did the interview, and within two hours, I got a call back saying that I got the job. And the interview was not stressful. Even though it was a lot of people looking at me, I walked in with the confidence of God. You can't tell me that that was not God. Some people might look at it like, oh, the district might have been desperate. That's why they hired you quickly. I don't see it as that. I see it as the favor of God. God knows what he's doing when he places you in certain places. Even if you may not like it, he knows exactly what he is doing. And I promise you to trust the process. Enjoy the process. If I did not stick with this school district, if I allowed myself to go to another district, I believe that I would have gotten to where I am today, but it would have been a longer journey. But if you walk in obedience... And see that even through every storm that you go through, it's really only to help you. It's not to take you out. God doesn't allow things to happen in your life to take you out. That's not his destiny. The things that happen in your life is to strengthen you. It's to connect you closer to God. It's for you to walk in your purpose. It's for you to touch the lives of millions of people. Do not despise the hardships. What does the Word of God say? Count it all joy. When you count it all joy, when you fall into various trials and tribulations, just know that all that you're going through, that testing of your faith, depending on what version you're reading of the Bible, it produces patience, it produces perseverance, steadfastness, whatever it is, it's used for your greater good. Even with the job that I'm at now, so many times, even last year's summer, I was applying to all these school districts because I'm like, God, the district that I'm in right now, it's just so stressful. Um, And I've applied to other places. Some places I've gotten, but there was such an unsettlement in my spirit. And I want to tell you, when you feel unsettlement in your spirit, do not ignore it. I have ignored that unsettlement and it has gotten me into trouble because it put myself in positions and in places and with people that I had no business with. But when you, you are sensitive to the spirit of God and you adhere to that uneasiness, I'm telling you it's for a reason. I got hired in another district, but there was not peace. So I said, you know what, God, forget it. And I stuck with the same school district this year. And then I applied to more places again. I even applied to the same places from last year. Can you believe the same places that I applied last year, all of a sudden they said they have no openings? You know, you know what I'm saying? And even places that I applied to this year, again, I got hired, but there was no peace. And I'm just like, okay, God, I'm fighting this, but you're telling me that you want me here. Because every single time I'm trying to open up a new door, there's unsettlement. There's not peace. There's frustration and stress in my mind. So I'm telling you, here's another word of wisdom. Wherever you are, stay put. Unless God has told you explicitly, to move forward do not move until God has given you the clearance because where you are right now that's where your greatest blessing is going to be do I want to be in this district no but God is like don't worry about these other things yes you have a lot on your plate but I will keep you I will give you the grace to go forward yes you're looking at the money but God says I supply your needs not the job I do. I can open up the windows of heaven for you and pour out a financial blessing that there won't be room enough for it to be contained. So God is telling me, don't look at the salary. Don't look at what other people are doing. If they want to walk out and go to another district, another job, another home, whatever it is, let them do it. But focus on me. God is telling you tonight, today, whatever time zone you're in, to focus on him. If he has you in that specific place, even though it is hell, even though you do not want to be there, I'm telling you there is blessing tied to that storm that you are facing. And that's why I say even when it comes to, you know, dating and relationships, society makes you feel like, you know, you need to date around to find the one. You need to go out more. You need to be more visible and noticeable, come out of your shell, etc. However, when you walk with God, And you're sensitive to the spirit of God. And you have given God this area of your life. And you trust him fully. He will know how to bring your spouse to you in a way that will not put you out of your way. Society wants you to go out of your way. But God is like, no, no. Continue walking in your purpose. Continue staying on the path that I have ordained you to stay on. I will bring the person to you. You continue walking that straight line and I will allow somebody to cross your path. Don't worry about that. God will allow it to happen naturally if you put your trust in him. Don't despise the season that you are in. It may not be the funnest season that you have endured. It may not be the happiest season that you have endured. But God knows that. He's not deaf to your cries. He is not blind to your tears. Everything that you feel, I know that Jesus has felt it when he was here on this earth. So nothing that you are feeling is a surprise to God. If you are feeling heavy tonight, cast that burden over to him. If you want to walk out of the place that God and you know that God wants you there, give it to him. And even if you don't know if you're supposed to be where you are right now, ask God. The word of God says you have not because you ask not. So ask, hey God, I come humbly before you. Is this where I'm supposed to be? Is in this season of my life? And God will let you know. Believe me, God will show you. And many times when you walk in the way that God has called you to walk in, even though it's hell all around you, there's just a sense of peace. You may not feel the peace. It's because your focus is not on Christ. When you shift your focus on Christ, that peace will come. God doesn't give you the peace that the world has. He gives you the peace that he has. It's his peace that you need. Not the world's peace, his peace. And his peace will guard your mind. His peace will guard your heart in Christ Jesus. People can look at you and be like, yo, how is she this calm going through all of this? That's the peace of God. That's the Holy Spirit living inside of me. I can say, as of today, I am so glad that I stuck it out and I stayed in this school district. It has not been easy, but it has been so rewarding. It was a whole lot of hell I've been through looking back, but I am so, so thankful that God closed every door, and even the ones that He opened, there was such a strong sense of unsettlement that it was unbearable. God, I'm like I keep telling you, God does not play when it comes to his children. He loves you too much to let you stumble and to say stay down. He loves you too much. So God will correct you. God will open doors and he will close doors. He'll make sure you can't sleep if you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. But that's what a heavenly father should be. God loves you. And yes, he will always tell you sweet things. You are the apple of my eyes. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. But what God does with his children, he doesn't condemn. He convicts. A godly conviction. He doesn't point his finger at you and say, you need to get out of this right now. You should stop touching this. No, God is like, you know, daughter, son, I have better for you. I see more for your future. So even though it hurts right now, stay in it. Stay with me. The best is yet to come. Let us not grow weary in well-doing. For at the proper time, if we do not give up, we will reap a bountiful harvest. Blessing is coming your way. Don't stop walking in the way that God wants you to walk because of your present circumstances. What you see is temporary. What you don't see is eternal. And I want that eternal. I know you want that eternal. So trust the process. If you are listening to this right now, I just pray for a sense of peace over your mind. Every lie that the enemy is trying to tell you and has told you, I kill it with the word of God. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you get into scripture and know what God says to every lie that the enemy has placed over you. The enemy's telling you you can't do it. But God is telling you that you can do all things. Mm. Don't listen to the lies of the enemy. Know the truth. That word of God, that's the truth. And that's the truth that will always keep you free. Even if you seem to stray away from the path that God wants you to be on, it's not too late. God is a gentleman. He's not going to bust down your front doors. What he is going to do is stand patiently and will always stand patiently waiting for his son, for his daughter to come back home. Don't ever think that you have strayed far away from God. Nothing you do, won't do. Say, don't say, will separate you from God and his love. So return back to Him and let Him put you back on the path that you're supposed to be, that has been ordained for your life. Because where there's obedience, there's blessing. Where there's obedience, there's favor. Where there's obedience, there's healing and freedom. Generational curses are broken because of obedience. Generational blessings happen because of obedience. Don't look to your left. Don't look to your right. You focus on your Heavenly Father and He will carry you through whatever it is that you're facing. Your steps are ordered by Him. I pray that today's word of encouragement helped you with your current situation. I am a big advocate on walking in your calling and in your purpose. And... When you can do that, even when it hurts the flesh so much, that, ooh, I'm telling you right now, get ready, get ready, get ready, because blessing and favor is about to be your portion. You are right where you need to be. It's by no accident, it's by no coincidence, it's by no chance. God has you there for a reason. And you may not see it now. I didn't see it back in April. I didn't see it in 2019. I didn't really see it the whole of July. But today, in August, I see it. I see the manifestation of what God was trying to do these past three years. I wanted out. But God was like, stay. And I stayed. Now you remember, I got the job offers. So even though there was unsettlement in my spirit, God gives us all free will to do as we please. I could have taken the job offer for almost 20 to 30K more than what I'm making now. I could have taken it. I could have. But that would not have satisfied me. Being obedient to God is what's satisfying because I can go to bed knowing that even though This hurts the flesh. Mm. I know that my soul is at peace. And the most important thing is to have a peaceful soul. If If you know what a troubled soul, a troubled spirit is, you will do everything in your power to protect your peace and to protect your soul and to protect your spirit. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm here for you, and so is God. Until next time, God's willing, be blessed.